So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin, and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. All right, we are live. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring you a very special guest. David Bailiff, captain, has built a six-figure mobile concierge practice. He has published The Winning Mindset for the Mobile Entrepreneur. Success starts between the ears. Oh boy, it does. Has built a Facebook group, Uncaged Clinician, to over 6,000 members, along with Josh Payne and Kevin DeGroat. He has created a coaching platform where they help frustrated, burnt out clinicians to uncage themselves, rediscover their passion, actualize their true gifts, and create six-figure practices that allow them to live out their personal why. David, thank you so much for being here. We're super excited to have you. Uh, Dr. Javier, it is good to see you, my friend. Thank you so much for the invite. I am I am truly honored to to be here. And you know what? Congrats on the release of your new podcast. This is going to be just phenomenal for anybody and everybody in healthcare to be able to just get knowledge and to grow. So congrats to you. And I, I'm honored to be a part of it. Thank, thank you so much, my friend. Um, I just, you know, ever since we first met, I knew though <laughs> no, you're just, you're just an, an amazing human being. And uh, the way that you um, edify people and make them feel amazing, like every single week, it's just, it's epic. And I, it's, and for those, this is, this is, you know, we're, we're in uh, uh, private groups together, masterminds and coaching programs. And it's just incredible what, uh, what you do for, for so many people. So thank you for that. Um, you know, it's, e- it's easy to do when you surround yourself with winners and I'm just yeah. acknowledging everybody's winning. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. David, would you mind, would you mind for those, for those that don't know uh, of you yet, would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so, uh, I mean, I won't go all the way back to, to, you know, in the womb, but I'm originally from North Carolina. Um, always wanted to live out in Arizona, moved to Arizona in 1994. Um, and started out, you know, in what I call the establishment, worked in the establishment for 19 years. And, uh, oh gosh, back probably when you were probably still in elementary school, Javi, I decided like, you know what, I don't want to be a a staff clinician anymore. Um, or I don't want to be a 50 year old staff clinician. What am I going to do? And as fate would have it, uh, the idea of mobile therapy found me through a concierge physician. And so in 2013, I started my mobile practice, uh, Bailiff Integrated Wellness here, uh, serving in uh, Scottsdale, North, North Scottsdale in Paradise Valley, Arizona. And, um, you know, I just, uh, 
I, I finally was able to enjoy what I did. Uh, not, not that there weren't times in my career that I didn't enjoy what I did, but you know, I was getting burnout. Um, so doing the mobile allowed me to start to create some, some time freedom, some financial freedom. And, uh, then in you know twenty just to kind of fast track everything in uh, twenty eighteen um, when I you know met you met Greg Todd um, got the inspiration or the idea to start a Facebook group for mobile therapists originally um, because I realized like you know if there are other mobile therapists out there um, you know we're we're all alone and it's not like being in a clinic where you've got your colleague next to you or several therapists to bounce ideas off of so I thought you know what that'd be cool to start a Facebook group so that those of us who are out there beating the, the road every day we can have a place to commune and, and, and share stories and, and get ideas. Um, so I started what was the mobile PT league and, you know, it started to, to take off. And through that, I think people started to, uh, kind of get wind of, Hey, what's this, what's mobile therapy. And because I had started the group, people started reaching out to me wanting, uh, my thoughts, um, of, Hey, how, how do I do this? You know, I'm stuck. How do I do this? So I started mentoring people, um, really for free. And I realized that, uh, man, you know, one day maybe I should, maybe I should, uh, uh, charge for this because, uh, I, I enjoy it and, uh, it's taken a lot of my time. <laughs> um, but I realized that Javi really, I realized that when I would see a call on my calendar that day for, uh, someone that was reaching out to me, wanting to pick my brain, I realized that I was more excited about that call than, than the fact that I had gotten a, a new referral for a patient. Um, and that's, that's where the wheel started turning of, you know what, maybe, maybe getting into coaching is something that I would like to do. And I, I really, I, I, I compare it to growing up as a kid, I grew up on a tennis court, played competitive tennis my whole life. And as much as I enjoyed competing, as much as I enjoyed going down the court and winning, fortunately more often than I lost, but it, you know, it just depends. But I, I remembered even like back in high school and in college, occasionally I would have people reach out to me who were like on the team with me and say, Hey, can you help me to improve? Can you, can you take me out? Can you put me through drills? Can you help me improve? And going out with someone else and helping them to improve their game gave me more pleasure than going out and winning a match myself. And, and so as I started having people reach out to me, wanting ideas of like, Hey, how do I, how do I better myself in my career? How do I go a different path? It just, I had those flashbacks and I started realizing, you know what, maybe this is more of what I meant to do. Not that I was not that I was a bad therapist, but but maybe maybe being a therapist, while I always felt like that that was my gift, because from, from the moment that I was introduced to physical therapy, I knew this is what I'm supposed to do in life. But I think that when I started having people reach out to me, asking me for help to change their path, I started thinking, you know, what? maybe this is really my true gift, true gift and my true calling in life is to help people with that, uh, you know, with those struggles who are going through burn, burnout and frustration. Uh, so as I've made that transition, um, it, you know, it's been one that's really served me and, and fulfilled me. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, um, making that transition initially uh, was was challenging for me because for 30 plus years, I identified myself as a physical therapist. 
And, you know, while I'm still involved in therapy, I still see a few clients um, and I still consider myself a physical therapist, but how I serve with physical therapy has changed. So that was, uh, uh, ironically, that was a mind sh- mindset shift for me is shifting from being a therapist to being something else. Cause like I said, for over 30 years, I had, identif- I had identified myself as being a physical therapist, but now I feel like that I'm, I'm serving more in my true gift. And I look at it as, you know, I'm still a physical therapist. I'm still helping more patients beyond my reach by helping clinicians who may be burnt out or stuck in a, in a system that doesn't allow them to, to, to work within their, you know, fullest capacity, I'm helping them to regain that passion so that the patients that they work with are getting a therapist who is loving what they do, who they're fresh every day. They're not burnt out. They're excited. They, their minds are clear for creativity because they don't have restraints put on them. So that's how I'm actually impacting more patients beyond my reach by helping the clinicians to go out there and just, just love what they do. Wow. That, that, that is amazing. And, you know, you, you talk about I, identity shifts and I feel like, I feel like that, that is, 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 is something that either can hold us back or if we're aware of it, it can really allow us to, to grow and expand. And I'm curious what your thoughts are. What identities, what I, what identities do you have to have? Who do you have to identify as to be successful as a, a mobile concierge uh, clinician. Cause I, it's a different, it's a different mindset, right. From, from employee to, to self-employed and, and beyond. So yes. yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. I think, well, it's a great question. And I, I think more importantly is recognizing that the, 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 the keys to success are the same regardless of where you are. In fact, um, I, I, I was, Several years ago, I was in a, a networking group, and and one of the guys in the group we became friends. And he was a totally different industry. He he does uh, granite countertops, and he said, you know, businesses are more alike than they are different. And I've really, you know, I thought about it. I was like, dang, you're right. And as I was having conversations with my clients who uh, were executives or or high positions in other types of of professions and fields, and talking to them about things that they went through or were going through or what they had to go through in, in the, the week prior and how they uh, uh, managed to gain success, how they deal with relationships with people, with their customers. It just, it just really uh, validified the notion that businesses are more alike than they are different. You know, the, the principles of having a successful business don't change regardless of what you're doing whether you're a PT, an OT, a speech, a Cairo, whether you're taking insurance, cash base, whether you are mobile, brick and mortar, whether you sell you know, granite countertops, kitchen counters, or kitchen cabinets, doesn't matter. Um, so I think, you know, Javi, uh, to answer your question, it's really more about coming down to, number one, really believing in yourself, you know, as far as that, that, that mindset. Now, if we want to try to... to uh, uh, identify it more with say a mobile therapist, you know, you really got to believe in yourself, not that you don't need to, if you are brick and mortar. Um, but you know, if you're a solopreneur, you really got to believe in yourself because it, it's on you. And when you're a mobile therapist, you know, you're out there on the road by yourself. You don't have, uh, like I said earlier, you don't have those, 
those colleagues right next to you that if you're if you're uncertain about something, you could tell that your patient or your client, hey, you know what, hold on one second, you know, walk away, you know, ask your buddy a question and come back and say, okay, I got it. You've got to be able to, to think on the fly and figure it out. So you definitely have to have belief in yourself. You've got to have passion for what you do um, in order to be successful, because when you have passion, it's going to exude and people are going to feel that. And when they feel that passion, they're going to begin to know you. They're going to begin to like you. They're going to be, begin to trust you. And those are key ingredients to, to being a successful business is for the people to, to know you, to trust you and to like you. Um, you know, outside of that is that you've got to just have perseverance. You've got to, got to keep going, be willing to just keep taking steps every single day. And, and Javi, I tell you what, I, you know, I know a lot of people, um, you're right. I remember meeting you back in, in 2018 and you were just, you know, a young whippersnapper. I mean, you still are, but you're a young whippersnapper, but I think it was one of the things that, uh, that, that, that really kind of gravitated that allowed me to gravitate towards you was that I just saw how, man, this cat, I like this dude. He takes steps every single day. He's not afraid. And that's what you've got to, 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 to know as an entrepreneur, again, regardless of what it is, you've got to not be afraid to take steps every single day. You've got to be willing to step up to the plate and Hey, if you strike out, that's okay. Because that's a repetition that you got in and you're just that much closer to hitting a home run the next time. Uh, so you've got, you've got to have that perseverance. And finally, you know, you just, you got to have grit, which is kind of part of perseverance, but you just got to have grit, you know, that, that don't quit, you know, can you beat yesterday, you know, compete every day. Can you beat yesterday? And I think that's really the, the, the mind shift, mindset type things that, uh, the key ingredients, there, there's other stuff as well, but, um, I think those are kind of the four key elements to whatever you do in life. And even if you're employed, to, to be the most successful employee, to be the best, you know, at the job, you still have to have to have that same type of mentality. Yeah, that that's big. And that kind of leads me to the next question, because I feel like, you know, the, the word perseverance is 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 huge. Right. And and just going all out, not stopping, even when you hear no's, even when things feel like everything's crashing down, you have to keep on going. Right. And and I, I'm curious what your uh, your perspective is, number one, on this. And I think we share the same perspective. Um <clears throat> on failure. Um, but then I'd also love to hear, um, what your biggest, you know, quote unquote failure, uh, has been and, and how you've learned from it. Yeah. Well, uh, man, my biggest failure, I don't know. I don't know if we have time to to go over them all, but, um, (laughs) you know, failure, I take, you know, that, that reminds me of years ago. And I was, I was working in this one particular clinic. This was probably like, I want to say this was, uh, like, early 2000s, I was working in a clinic and I had a patient, he was like 30 years old and he had his own business. And, and at the time, you know, I was like, wow, you're 30 years old and you have your own business. Like, my gosh, like, you know, you must have, you know, kahunas the size of Rhode Island or something like to, to be a business owner at 30. Like, how did, how did you do this? You know, what's the secret? And he said, you know what, you have to be willing to, to lose it all. You have to be willing to risk it all. And so for failure, you have, I think that you have to look at it as th- there is no failure. There's just, there's just learning. And, you know, it, I mean, it's been, you know, retold a gazillion times about like, you know, Thomas Edison, you know, it, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't fail a thousand times trying to make the light bulb. You know, he just, 
he 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 discovered something new, uh, you know, 999 times until he finally put it all together that thousandth time. So you have to look at it. You have to expect failure. You have to embrace failure and you have to be willing to learn from it and know that each time that you do fail, it's just a step closer to, to hitting that home run. So you have to be okay with failure. Um, as far as my biggest failures, wow. Uh, you know, in my, my uh, mobile practice, um, I'll tell you what, probably, uh, it, you know, off the cuff here, what I can think of right now is when I first started the failure of worrying about bridges that hadn't even been built yet. So in other words, I, I, I had come into, uh, I had gained access to a large group of people to see in my practice but everybody was leave, going to be leaving during the summer because this community was very heavily snowbirds. And so I thought, well, you know, to, to fill in that time, I should do some marketing. I should go out and talk to docs and, and not rely on this one community. But I allowed myself to rely on this one community because I was afraid that if I went out and I networked with physicians and got clients elsewhere, then... I wouldn't be able to to serve both populations, and the the number the clients that I had gained access to, I, you know, I, I paid a small fee for that, and so I felt like, you know, what I want to make sure I get my money's worth. You know, I, I paid for this. I want to make sure that I can serve these people. Well, what I failed to recognize is that those people had built a relationship with the, the previous therapist over the previous seven, eight, nine years this person was moving out of town and was looking to sell her practice. And that's how I gained access to this. Um, well, failing to recognize that they had that relationship, that didn't guarantee they were going to continue with me. It may, it put me behind the eight ball for, for about a year and a half, um, maybe two years. And so then I realized that I, you know, I should have been marketing. I shouldn't have worried about, well, the what ifs, I should have worried more about what if. And so that's probably my biggest failure that I was able to overcome. But 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 being afraid, being afraid, you know what? Being afraid of being successful too early before I was ready for success. You know, now that I think of it, that's really what it came down to. That I was afraid of, of reaching success and not being prepared for it. And honestly, like as as part of Uncaged Clinician. Uh, you know, one of one of our mantras that we have is that, you know, it's, it's the, the courage to blaze a new path, committed to a higher standard and the confidence to pursue success. And so I think for a lot of people and they say, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of failing. Well, they're not really afraid of failing. Afraid of failure really is rooted in. I'm not sure I believe in myself. What people really are afraid of is they're really afraid of of achieving success because to achieve success, that means you're going to have to do something a little bit differently. That means they might have to change a little bit. You know, being a, an entrepreneur is an exercise in personal development. And that can be scary for a lot of people because we don't know what that looks like. Um, so, you know, for me, I guess you know, any failure would be in the beginning, even though I knew it was going to be successful, I believed in myself, there was no other option 
But I think being afraid of what happens if I actually become successful and I'm not ready for that level of success just yet. I think that's probably my biggest failure, if you want to describe that as a failure. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so I guess my follow-up question to that. So when we're thinking about, about not being ready for success, I I feel like there, you know, I have a few, a few thoughts that are, that are running through my mind. Do you feel, do you feel like that is something that, that we just imagine, or is that something that actually like there, that you do have to prepare for a moment where, and I guess it's also dependent on the definition of success and what you're trying to achieve. Right. So, so yeah, I'm I'm just curious, like, what is that? uh, Is is that something that we're just thinking about or is, is it, is it really steps that we have to take in order to be ready for that success? Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad you asked that question because something, you know, when I started my mobile practice, two things that I had to, that I had to come to a hard, you know, coming to Jesus with in the beginning of my practice is that number one, that, that, you know what, I didn't have to be doing what everybody else was doing. You know, I had a couple other friends who were starting mobile practices right after me, or, or maybe they had their own clinic and they were, they had this program going on or that program going on. They were meeting with this type of person, that type of person. And it stressed me out because I ended up thinking like, I got to do that and I got to do that. And I need to do that as well, which comes down to comparison. And Javi, I know you've heard me say before, comparison is a theory of dreams. So that's the worst thing that you could do is compare. So you don't have to be doing what everybody else is doing in order to be successful. You need to do you. But then the second thing that I learned, and this is getting towards to your question is, that, you know what, everybody's success comes at a different time and everybody's success looks differently. And so for success, you know, you ask like, what is the definition of success? Um, You know what, no one defines success for you other than you. And I think that, uh, you know, kind of getting to your question, where do we think about this? Is it real? A lot of it comes from the fact that, that we allow the people around us society to tell us what we're supposed to look like as a successful person, that this is what success looks like instead of getting away from the fact of like, no, you know what, for me, this is what success looks like. Yes. That person might be seeing 50 visits a week and I'm seeing only 25 visits a week, but that doesn't mean that I'm not successful. So you define your own success, but we grow up from, from infantry, inf, infant, however you say that word, from being a child, small child, we grow up um, people constantly comparing us to, you know, to little Johnny on the baseball team or, or to Susie or, you know, comparing us to our siblings, or to our cousin, um, comparing to someone else, you know, look at the grades that they get. So we're used to that. So, we're, so we never really own what our success should be. We think that our success should be what everybody else says our success should be. So I think that really that's kind of where it, where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to, to the comparison game that you were, that you were mentioning too. Um, that, that's big. So, so I know you, you've worked with, you know, hundreds of, of healthcare professionals now. Uh, what, what have you noticed is the difference between those who um, achieve again, right? Defining success, but achieve uh, higher levels of success 
pretty quickly versus those who seem to to not do as well as as fast. And of course, time is relative, right? There's other right. factors that play into it. But what are those key traits? Because I, you know, for a lot of the people listening, they're either you know thinking about taking the leap or already started. Some might be feeling a little bit stuck right now. Like, what are those traits? And and secondly, second part of that question is like, how do you start to develop them? Okay. Yeah. As far as how do you start to develop those traits? Yeah. So what are the, 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 the traits of the most yep. successful people you've worked with? And I know you mentioned a few of them already. So, right, right, um, right. but, uh, but also what, what's the key to, to starting to develop those? If, yeah, um, if, 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 if someone feels like, like they don't have that, yeah. that X factor right now, you know, first of all, I want, I, I want, you know, your, your listeners to understand that you can develop these traits you can develop these traits from changing your habits, number one, and from just making the decision to make it happen. And, and knowing that, uh, you know, going all in and believing in yourself, you can, you can change those traits if you feel like you don't have those traits. All right. What are those traits? The people who, you know, we've, we've helped, I don't know, over 150 people over the last couple of years. And, you know, I can very easily answer, you know, the first part of that question. And that is the, the people who achieve success. And again, it's their success, not, not what we think is successful, but their success is the people who, number one, they're committed. And, and first of all, let me back up. It's the people who coming into the program, we, we like to, to say to people when we're talking to them and, and, they're, and they're you know on the fence, they're hemming and hauling, they're not sure. We tell them, hey, look, we want it to be either a hell yes or not right now. Because... When it's a hell yes, you're going to be committed. And if it's not right now, it's okay. It just means not right now. But when you come into the program with it being a hell yes, we know that you're going to take action and you're going to do what it takes to make it work. So that person who comes in the program saying, heck yeah, let's rock and roll. That's number one. Number two, the person who is committed, they're going to make this happen no matter what. Number three, they take action. They don't kick the can. They take action. And they believe. And you know what? Even the people who believe, everybody has some level of, of doubt or, or a barrier somewhere within growing business. Nobody is 100% solid perfect. All right. Everybody has, they have their little quirks somewhere. Except for you. Being, it's being willing to, it's being willing to say, you know what? I'm scared about this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, and so that's, you know, really the, that's really the keys. And, and then, and just along the way, just enjoying the journey and recognizing that it's not your success is not an end point. You know, when you get to the end or, or you think it's the end, but as you're going along, when you can stop and go, wow, like this has been fun. This is what I've learned about myself. I never thought this imaginable when you can stop and, and smell the roses Man, that, that goes such a long way in, in, in achieving the success that you want. And as I mentioned earlier, just being, being willing to go for it, you know, trusting, trusting in, in, in God or whoever, you know, you might trust in and recognizing that, man, you know, the, the, the only thing separating you from, from today and the success that you want is, is, is you. And I say that in parentheses, you making the decision to make it happen. Wow. That, that is powerful. And it's so funny. Cause I, I think about, you know, as you're describing the people that, that 
have the most success. And I, I love that you talk about those who are a hell yes. And those who are just like, Hey, no, not right now. Right. Cause, and, and people might think of that as like, Oh, like, wow. Okay. But what do all, you know, and we're both physical therapists. Like, what do we say? Like, who are the people that we love working as physical therapists? Those who are motivated, who do the work, take action and, and they do what they tell, <laughs> they do what we yep. tell them to do. That's right. right. So it's, it's no different. Right. And then no a lot of no the times we, we don't expect the same of us. And then we wonder why don't we get the, why we don't get the results. Right. So, so really it's, it's about setting that higher standard for yourself, just like you love your patients to have a higher, higher standard for themselves, because ultimately like they get the best results. They're easier to work with. Right. And it's just a fun time for, for everyone. Right. So, yeah. so it's just interesting uh, how like the parallels between that and um, yeah, just random point I wanted to bring up. Uh, no, that, that you know what I, I love that comparison. Yeah. You know, because uh, you're you're right. I mean, and you know, Javi, I, you know, I, I know you coach people as well to to grow successful businesses, and you're very good at what you do. And you know, I I know that you get it. That sometimes you have to paint a picture for that person who who doesn't believe, and so you know, put it in a in a context that they can understand. So that that's a great comparison of like, Hey, it's no different than your, your patients. Think of, of who you like to, to work with. It's that person who's motivated and, and inspiring and they inspire you and they take action and do what you tell them to do. The same principles apply to, to becoming a successful business owner, you know? Yeah, that, that, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So, so David, um, I know we obviously are in the same circles and I know of, of, you know, a few mentors of yours, but what, can you tell me about a mentor, uh, or coach that has influenced your life? Yeah, I tell you what, you know, what I will, I will forever be grateful for, you know, someone who's been a mentor to both of us, uh, Mr. GT, Greg Todd, um, uh, you know, he, he will always be a, a mentor to me. And without him, uh, without him, you know what, you and I wouldn't be on this podcast today. Facts. Uh, people, people, you know, for, for, for two reasons, you know, because you probably wouldn't be sitting in that chair and, and you wouldn't even know who I am if it weren't for Greg Todd, um, which, you know, by the way, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know when this episode is going to be released, but I know he's got a, a, a live event coming up very soon. The first of June, man, if you're able to make that event, people please go to that event because I, I, I feel like it changed Javi's life. It definitely changed my life, but I, you know, I, I tell GT all the time. I've, I've told his family members, like, you know, you know who I am because of GT um, because of him. I, actually, because of him, my life took a different path, but it took the path where I think it was supposed to go. I'm believing it was where it was supposed to go. When I first entered his world, I was entering his world to try to make my mobile practice get a little bit bigger. And within his world, I've, I've actually stepped away from my mobile practice and grown a successful coaching business with my two business partners, Josh Payne and Kevin DeGroote. Um, but I've been able to, uh, you know, actualize, realize and actualize my true gifts. And that all came from, you know, just entering GT's world. And that's, you know what, I, I carry that over into the people that we coach. I want to help people to, to, as you said uh, in the intro, Javi, I want to help people to, to actualize their gifts 
as a person and, and to be able to, to just be fulfilled personally. And if it happens to lead to a six figure practice in business, well, that's just kind of like the, the sprinkles, you know, on, on the, uh, on the, on the Sunday there. Um, but when you can, when you can actualize your gifts and live your why the side effect is that you're going to be a successful business owner. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree uh, with everything that you just said. We definitely wouldn't be having this conversation right now uh, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for, for GT and it's, it is, it's, it's so true, right? Uh, uh, entrepreneurship, as they say, is, is the best personal development uh, course or test that you can ever, ever take. Right. So ultimately, like if you focus on you and becoming better every single day, that's just going to be the, the, the byproduct of it. So that that's gold. So I'm curious, cause obviously you've had, you've had a very successful mobile practice and you have a successful coaching company now. What are, what, what are the, is it, have you seen that this, that there's similarities in how uh, a business runs like the, the higher level principles, are those the same or is there a difference in that? Uh, not at all. Um, you know, uh, in, in acquiring clients into the coaching business is no different than acquiring patients. All right. You've got to, you've got to, as I like to say, you know, cause you know me, Javi, you know, how I like to make up words. You've got to be able to grow your famicity, right? You've got to grow your famicity. You have to serve, right? If you are a therapist and you are trying to attract the people who you want to attract, well, as you know, you know, you need to serve them first. If you're going to speak to a physician or someone who could potentially be a referral source, you know, how can you serve them first instead of just asking for everything? So you've got to be able to serve first. You've got to earn their trust. You've got to bring value to them and you've got to be there for them. You know, you've got to, you know, in, in business, um, they're the, the three F's there's the, 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 the follow up, the follow through and the follow back. All right. You follow up with someone, you follow through with what you say you're going to do, and then you follow back with them. Right. It's the same, you know, in any business, you know, with what we do, you know, we, we follow up with people, we follow through with what we say and we follow back with them. Um, you know, we, we it's, it's relationship building no matter what you do. I mean, I, like I said, I, I've talked to, to business owners, CEOs of, of other industries and what it comes down to is all comes down to relationship building. So it doesn't matter. Again, businesses are more like than they are different. So can you build relationships with people? Can you connect with people on their level so that they understand what the heck you're talking about? Yeah, that that's, that's huge. Cause I, I feel like, you know, for, for some of our listeners, I, I, and kind of like our paths as well, right? Where where we label ourselves as as you know physical therapists or occupational therapists or dietitian, right? So so some of us feel like the need, like for example, one of our clients, Katie Dodd, right? She's a dietitian, but outside of her of her clinical job, um, she doesn't want to see patients, right? So she started blogging and has done a really successful in in that world. Like she's making a ton of passive income, which is incredible, right? So I think I think it's neat because it, it just goes to show, like you mentioned, business is business is business. So yeah, there are some nuances right here and there, but the overarching principles are the same. So for those that are listening, they're like, you know what? I do want to have a business, but I don't necessarily know that I want to go 
you know, in, into treating patients, like that's totally fine. That is completely fine. There's so many things that you can do out there. Uh, So it's just refreshing to hear that. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate, uh, would appreciate that, that point. So, um, cool. So what's, what's one thing in the last month or so, it doesn't have to be last month, but recently that whether it's your life, your career, your, uh, business that has completely changed your perspective, the way you look at things. Hmm. One thing that has changed for me, I'm, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, couple of things. Uh, going into partnership with my partners, Josh Payne and Kevin DeGroote, building a, building a team, seeing the value of a team. And I know, I know you understand this because you have a team. Uh, you can just go so much farther and even faster with a team. Uh, surrounding yourself. It takes so much stress off of you, um, which frees up your mind for creativity. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, you've got to be able to have some, some headspace for creativity, but having that team uh, around me to be able to achieve uh, and, and to be able to, you know, for me to be able to express my gifts, but recognizing that, you know what, my, my gift, while it is, beneficial and helpful and, and hopefully inspiring for a lot of people, that gift isn't the complete package. So having a team around me of people who have other gifts help to, you know, I am a piece of a puzzle that is more of a complete package. And so recognizing that, you know what, it's about, it's about the mission. I don't have to be the guy. I just have to support the mission. That's number one. Number two, uh, the biggest thing for me that that has helped, and um, you know, hopefully this is okay to discuss on your show, Javi. But honestly, it's in the in the past within the past year for me, just growing closer in my relationship with God has made a world of difference for me. And I mean, I just I, I can't express how, you know how much it truly has made a difference. That as I have accepted Christ more into my life and opened up to Him more. I've just seen more and more positive things happening. So um, that's been the two biggest things for me. That's, that's amazing. No, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I, it's interesting because on that last point, and I don't want to go into too much of a tangent, but uh, I had some experiences, you know, growing up where um, weren't, weren't great in terms of the, the experience that I had uh, with you know, churchianity and, and religion, right? Two completely different things. Now I know that. <laughs> and, and recently, you know, it's been really cool because a lot of the entrepreneurs that I follow and I respect and I learn from are uh, not all of them, but a lot of them are, are, you know, very spiritual and, and they have a strong belief in God. And that's, that's kind of started to get me back on that path where I'm like, okay, this is actually not what I thought it was back in the day. So it just goes back to personal experiences and a lot of people that have experiences in the past, whether good or bad, that's the frame that we live by. And that can actually be detrimental. So I, I think it's, it's, it's about expanding our mind, seeing like questioning, is this, is this true or is this truth? Right. And, um, and yeah, I just appreciate you, you bringing that up. Cause I think that's definitely something that I've been more exposed to as well. And it has, uh, it has made a difference. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's, yeah. you know, I hear what you're saying. I've always considered myself a spiritual person. Yeah. Um, but, but as I, as I have opened up more to, to God, um, yeah. lately I've, I've really seen a big difference in, in how my life is going. So, yeah. 
That's that's awesome. Uh, so I know we're we're at the top of the hour. Um, would you mind? So man, I got so many questions for you still. But anyway, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> which one? Do, part two. Wait, part part, two. We gotta have a part two. That's right. We'll just have a part two. That's fine. All right, cool. So so well, if I didn't ramble so much, you probably have time to, to answer. <laughs> <some questions. laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. This has been great, uh, and I'm sure everyone listening would would agree. So um, really quickly, what? Really quickly, huh? Loaded question. <laughs> what words of <laughs> advice uh, or you know words of wisdom would you give to healthcare experts right now who are looking to start? their own business. Uh, and if maybe one tip for those that are in business right now, but are feeling a little bit stuck and not sure what they should be focusing on. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're looking to, to start a business, mm-hmm. um, in your, in your, you're hemming and hawing, you know, you're pushing it off and you're saying, Hey, I'm going to do that a year from now, two years from now. I just, just, I'd like to offer a couple of questions to you. And, you know, I mean, for some people, it's a year from now or two years from now for a very good reason. What I mean by that is that like, you know, we, we've had, we've had uh, students come in our coaching program that were in situations where uh, they were working in an environment that, that gave them uh, loan forgiveness. So they, they needed to stay with the job for a certain period of time in order for their loans to be forgiven. Hey, we, you know, that's a great reason to, to not, you know, fully make the jump. Um, but if it's because you're scared, I would not, you know, I know we, I've shared a lot of, of information, uh, in, you know, in this hour of, of mindset stuff and whatnot, but ask yourself these two questions. Okay. Number one is if, if, if you're in your today, you know, today and you want something in the future, ask yourself what's going to change between today and then that's going to make it happen. If it's, well, I'm going to have more money. Well, where's that money going to come from? I mean, unless you are a strict Dave Ramsey follower, where's that extra money going to come from? If it's going to come from the job, then you're probably not even thinking about leaving it anyway. If you're going to be making more money, probably one of the reasons why you want to leave is you'd like to make more money. So if it's money, where's that money going to come from? All right. If it's the time, if it's the, if it's, well, I'm going to be mentored. I mean, if you're in in a situation where you're truly being mentored and you're truly being mentored in business, then you know what? Hats off to you because that doesn't typically happen, but ask yourself, what's going to be, what's going to change between now and then that's going to make me ready. And then the other question to ask yourself is if you want to be, if you want to be making a certain amount of money as an entrepreneur, but you're delaying that, then looking at what you're making now and what you could be making as, as an entrepreneur with your business, subtract the differences and look at it as that's how much money it's costing you by you not taking action, by you being afraid. And we've already discussed that being successful, just you got to believe in yourself. You got you to be okay with failure, that failure is just lessons. As long as you keep taking steps forward, you are going to have success. So just ask yourself, how much money am I actually costing myself by being afraid to take action? That, that would be, I guess, you know, two questions I would throw out there for people. If you are in your business now and you're feeling stuck, you know what, if, if it ain't working... Maybe there needs to be a pivot somewhere, all right? If you're stuck, then you know what? Honestly, you've, you've, you've got to seek out help if you don't have help. 
you've got to seek out someone like, like Javi, who I know he, he, he coaches people and he does a great job at it. Seek out someone, a mentor like Javi to, to, to coach you, to kickstarting you, you know, in, into the success that you want. Reach out to the uncaged clinician, you know, and, 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 and get that guidance because, you know, if you're struggling, there's a disconnect somewhere. And, and, you know, you need a, a mentor to show you your blind spots. So whoever that is, whether it's uncaged clinician, whether it's hobby, whether it's someone else out there, seek out a mentor because that's their role is to see your blind spots and to help guide you. So that would be my, my, my tips there. Yeah, that, that's huge. And I think, you know, because you mentioned talking a lot about mindset, it just goes to show the importance of mindset, right? I, I always say it's a prerequisite to success in anything in life, right? Not just business, but happiness in your career, your finances, your relationships, everything. Uh, and if you're starting to see a pattern, it's for a reason. So, <laughs> and, and of course, and David wrote a book on it. So go <laughs> definitely go check that out because uh, it's that important. So uh, David, just thank you so much for this. This has been, this has been really, really fun. And um, I would love for you to share with the audience where they can keep up with you if they'd like to learn more about you and your work. Yeah, absolutely, Javi. Thank you again. Thank thank you for for this time. I I truly enjoyed it. This was this was a blast, man. Um, I, I'd love to just keep talking another three hours if we could. Um, but you know, anyone, if you're interested, if you want to ask questions of me, honestly, the easiest way is just to reach out uh, to me through Facebook. Um, that's the easiest way. Um, even if we're not connected as friends, you can send me a, a a message through Messenger, and I'll see that little bitty red dot up in the left corner telling me that I've got a message, and uh, I'm always happy to. Uh, to reply. So that's probably the easiest way. Reach out to me through, through uh, Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Any, any uh, freebies resources that they can find on your websites or anything like that? Yeah. You know, uh, as uh, for, for new members coming into uh, my Facebook group, the uncaged clinician, we offer, we offer a free 10 step checklist of, of things that you need to kind of check off in order to, to get started in your business. Um, and with that being said, I say it's a, a 10 step checklist. If I can offer, for one more thing, please, as you're looking to grow something, success doesn't come systematically. All right. Don't wait for perfect. All right. Success does not come systematically. Success comes from you taking action. But this 10 step checklist just ensures that you have some of the things in place. But again, they don't have to all be in place in order for you to start moving forward. Um, we also offer a, a free PDF download of, of my book that I wrote and also uh, Josh Payne's book, which is the, the concierge uh, physical therapy success formula. Um, so we, we offer those free PDFs of, of those books um, by coming into the group. And uh, we're happy to share those with everyone. Beautiful, beautiful. And tell us a little bit about in the next few seconds, a little bit about your uh, coaching program, uh, what it is and who it's for and where they can find out more information about that if they're interested. Yeah, it's uh, the Uncaged Clinician uh, five-month accelerator program uh, where uh, we have an accelerator program and a mastermind program, but the accelerator program, that's for people who are you know, they're thinking about starting. They're just starting out, or maybe they have only, you know, a couple of clients, a couple of, uh, they see a couple of visits a week and they want to get this thing going. Um, that, that clinician, whether it's a PT, OTS speech, who's just burnt out, they're frustrated and they, they, they want something different. They want to become uncaged. They want to, to practice the way that they want to practice and, and, provide the care that they know that people should, should, uh, you know, that people deserve. Um, those are the people that, that we look for. Um, 
And, you know, if that's something you're interested in, please, again, just reach out. You can reach out to me directly uh, through Facebook and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I heard about this, uh, this five-month program that you offer. I'd love to know information or, or whatever, you know, reference it. And I'd be happy to, uh, to schedule a chat with you and, and talk about it and see if it's something that, that's, that's right for you. Awesome, David. Thank you so much again. It's, it's really a pleasure having you here. And we'll definitely have to do this again sometime. So absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.